This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9, with available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute and available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. Action fanatics, welcome to episode 108 of the Bulletproof Podcast. I'm your host, Chris the Brain, and joining me once again, my co-host and colleague, Mr. Chad Cruz. 108 episodes, and you're still not calling me your best friend in the in the opening intro. It's a it's a bit it hurts a little bit. I'm not gonna lie, especially in this no. Christmas season. Yeah, well, you know, I don't want to start lying right from the beginning of, of the show. So that's fair. That's fair. There is that. Uh, you know, we've got a very special, we haven't had too many special guests this year and, and we're, we're running out of 2023. I wanted to get one more special guest in and we've got one and he is absolutely one of the most talented men I've ever had the pleasure, pleasure of working with in the wrestling industry. He is the one and only Ron Mathis. You know what makes me such a special guest? Chris, the brain's best friend. <laughs> That's right. Ron Damn Mathis it. is my best friend. <laughs> one and, episode. Uh, and really one of the biggest RoboCop fans that I know. I do love me some RoboCop. And uh, not to alienate your uh, fan base right off the fact, but the interesting thing how much I love RoboCop is I don't really like action movies. I know. And that's you know yeah. why it's – I knew it had to be something special to get a special guest like Ron Mathis on. And I think we've talked about it, Chad. Uh, yeah. We covered the original RoboCop, and we've talked about it on the site as well. That, of course, is BulletproofAction.com. RoboCop is one of those movies that appeals to many a genre, and and Ron Mathis, is he's like Mr. Horror Movie. Like, that's yeah. your number one genre. Yeah, and that, that's one of the things that appeals to me about RoboCop, is you never see someone uh, just get shot and fall down mindlessly. You're going to see their chest explode every single one of them. And that's what I always appreciated about RoboCop as a horror fan. Yeah. I think RoboCop has massive, you know, crossover appeal for, for, uh, cinephiles for film fans, you know, cause it's got, it, it's got that forward thinking, like the writing is, is, uh, otherworldly in a way, because you watch it and you think, wow, this could be made today. And it was made, you know, 35, whatever the fuck, how many ever years ago it was. And, uh, and as the sequels get on, I feel like they, they they feel the need that they have to up the gore. And I think RoboCop 2 does that. You know, they just start murdering people in various ways. And uh, They murder Robo, as we'll get into. Or attempt they to. They, well, yeah. how many times has he been killed? I mean, let's let's be honest. 
Exactly. Not to mention all, all the random people they just drop at the the final fight sequence to where you know they're stepping over bodies at the end. Yeah, literally stepping over bodies. Yeah, characters Not that don't even have names. All right. Well, yeah, we are going to get into it. It's RoboCop 2. Uh, you know, given that it is the holiday season, it may have made more sense to talk about RoboCop 3 because that is a Christmas movie. But who the hell wants to talk about RoboCop 3 when you've got RoboCop 2 uh, still to be talked about? So we're going to get into it. RoboCop 2 released on June 22nd, 1990. And of course, we all remember the big hype leading up to it when Sting had RoboCop in his corner at Capital Combat. Thankfully, he did as well because he needed him. And the best part about that is the announcer being like baffled by the strength of RoboCop. Like, you know, you know, Jim, but uh, Jr. He was uh, designed to be strong. It's not that impressive. <laughs> the strength of RoboCop. Jr. Probably was not too too hip with oh. what was going on uh, in old old Detroit at that point in time. Uh, directed by Irving. <laughs> Directed by Irvin Kirshner, who, of course, very famous Chad Cruz for being the director of The Empire Strikes Back. Yep, it's a favorite of most people, I'd yep. say, who, who enjoy those types of films. And the show kicks, or the movie kicks off with a commercial, a Magnavolt commercial, featuring the great John Glover as the spokesman. And uh, this is kind of like the the old club commercial to the extreme. What it, before we even talk about the commercial? How how crazy is it that a movie starts with a commercial? That's the could any cup. movie not you know tongue in cheek sci fi like ridiculousness like like RoboCop is or like you know Starship Troopers or something like that where it's pre it's like pure satire. Most movies aren't going to start by just showing you a random ass commercial that really doesn't have have anything to do with anything. It's kind of a theme going forward, though, like with OCP and whatnot, that like corporations and, and shit are kind of moving the world so much so that even this movie is starting with a commercial that's also even in a way like why they're so numb to the violence, too. So it kind of does set a pace in a way, but it is weird. It's strange. And then we go right into Media Break, which is another gimmick that uh, the Robocop movies use and use quite well. We find out a rainforest has been decimated. And I, I like that they just gloss over these like things that like in today's world, you know, this would be going on 24 hours. Like they would be having everybody who's ever seen a rainforest be at the various news channels and just beating the story to death. But on media break, they give them a couple minutes and they give you the world. So we find out the rainforest has been decimated. There's news on the Ed 209, which is still does not seem to be functioning like it's supposed to be. Uh, and then guess what? The Surgeon General has been assassinated. Assassinated, yeah. Because he's Live spoke, television. It's right on live TV, yeah. Spoke out against Nuke, and that's what you get. And then we get a video that's been sent in by the man behind Nuke, Kane. That's got to be Kane. Uh, you beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That was the playing. only thing I had planned. Well, there you go. <laughs> You can say it later. We'll, no one will remember it. We'll just keep doing it over and over again. We'll get this in post. <laughs> uh, Tom Noonan plays Kane, and what a strange-looking individual he is. And uh, he, I mean, he's—I don't know how many horror movies he's done over the years, but he seems Ron like Mathis, he, should, no. he should be in some horror movies because he is one ugly bastard. I mean, I don't know him right off the top of my head from any horror movies, but I'm not the absolute best with faces. But in my world, he's been. 
cane since I was eight years old. So I might not even might not register to me if I saw him something else. Was he or was he not the guy from uh, Last Action Hero? He was. He was. He but was. Again, that, that's how Matt. I. Yeah. Ron Mathis is an inaction guy. The house. I'm not. Of the devil. I'm a RoboCop guy. That's something. But yeah, he was the Last Action Hero, and let let's talk about. I mean, RoboCop, the original. I mean, what? I mean, what a rogues gallery they had with Clarence Boddicker and his whole crew and Dick Jones. I mean, so they have set the bar very high for villainy in in the RoboCop franchise. So you need somebody who looks like a deranged lunatic to be your your, uh, main bad guy in this one. Plus you're taking a jump from a suit and tie bad guy to a drug dealer. So it's like they kind of went to the extreme if he looks like a drug dealer. (laughs) Drug dealer slash cult leader, really. Yeah, uh, like a cult guy. Yeah, yeah. And and we still do get, you know, you still get the OCP head honcho, the old man. Uh, oh, yeah. Still there, Corporate but, America is always evil. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, this, are they wrong? <laughs> no. <laughs> also, a theme with the Robocop movies. That's why I think sometimes where they, they throw in all the gore, but they're, they're also trying to kind of, like, I don't, don't want to say preach to you, but there, there's always messages like that, like with, the corporation guy, like even like he walks away at the end, scot free. I think they're always trying to get a message snuck in there. And I think it's kind of like that, which, you know, they kind of got it spot on considering that's supposed to be in the, the future and how things are now. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, again, RoboCop works on multiple levels. Uh, the police, they're, they always have a rough go of it here on these RoboCop. They're on strike. OCP has canceled their pension, cut their pay. It almost seems. Gentlemen, it seems like maybe OCP wants the police to be on strike. They what? want chaos on the streets. No, For what no, possible they, reason? Yeah, I mean, Detroit's already a, a shitty enough city uh, <laughs> without having to do anything, let alone getting rid of all the police officers. So, yeah, I mean, God, it's it's so funny because when you watch these movies, uh, it, it's so clear, right? What's happening? And you try to think about like if you were a character in this movie and being a police officer and uh, and having like, you know, as a cop, like you, you live by a certain code, right? You know, you're, you're supposed to be protecting people in the community and whatnot. But then you start thinking about if someone had actually taken your pension away and you're forced to strike. I don't know. I don't know what I would do. I've got a pension, right? I work for a city. If someone took all my shit away. I don't know that I would be a RoboCop and and uh, and his partner out there driving around still fighting crime, and not just taking their pension too. You got to think like even going back to the first movie where they're clearing out your buddy's locker next to you every day because people are getting killed on the streets every day. And yeah. whatever future RoboCop, like they make it seem like it's supposed to be like the near future. I've never been put a finger on exactly when it's happening, but at that point in time, cops are getting picked off every day, and then they're going to take yeah. your pension too. So, yeah, I don't blame That's them. Rough. The good. fact they think the cyborg is a scab and they treat him like he's betraying him. It's like, he's a robot, guys. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> yeah, he on the other hand, what a, <laughs> So I think you do you, you do a modern 2023 remake of this, right? Follow me. Instead of police, it's Wendy's employees and they put a <laughs> the little screen in, right? That takes your order and they're just like, oh, damn, that screen is taking our jobs. Beating it with the picket sign, scab. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just, had, over it. I just had some Wendy's for dinner, and let me tell you, oh, God, pretzel baconator and a peppermint frosty, excellent, excellent. You getting meal. paid right now? 
You getting paid to say that right now? If so, I will say the same thing. Yeah, I am. No, we're always looking for sponsors, but, you know, I think we need more than like six dozen listeners. Stop giving it away for free then. (laughs) No one's watching this video. Shit. Right. We're not on video yet, Chad. Um, So, yeah, the police are on strike. Seems that they want it. And now we get a typical night in old Detroit. Now, let me tell you, I was in Detroit this past summer. And I thought about this scene, and I was like, oh, am I going to be in for some trouble when I go to Detroit? But fortunately, I, everything was fine. At least you didn't bring your good shopping cart? I did not bring my shopping cart filled with recyclable cans like this poor old lady has. And the car runs her cans down. Cans are flying. Some supposed do-gooder comes to help her, but just steals her purse. Then the guy yeah. who steals the purse gets beat up by two hookers. Whores. Who is all right? Um, and you know, they're excited because they got money and now they could buy nuke. Put my eyes out, you bitches. <laughs> and just as they walk by the gun store storefront, the oh. whole thing explodes. Yeah. That they knew exactly the time somehow. Who was telling the whores they're exact? I, I think they were just lucky. I think they just lucky. No, out. they say something. They're like, oh, shit. And then they run by. And in that second, like, it explodes like they knew it was about to happen. Mm. These are some in-the-know whores. Hey, the oldest profession, right? World's oldest profession. They yeah, been around a lot. A sixth sense for these types of explosions. Mm-hmm. When an explosion's yeah. about to happen, a whore would know. <laughs> when it's exploding, the whores be running. Ooh. So, you know, there's a bunch of guys who are going to rob this gun store. And, you know, they have all, I mean, they have more than just guns. They've got freaking rocket launchers and bazookas and, 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 I mean, military-grade weapons. Um, But as they're loading up, there's sirens. But what the, there's no, there shouldn't be any sirens. There's no cops. Cops are a strike, stupid. Very good. And uh, cop car comes, just a single cop car. I think it was Thomas Morale or Rosales Jr. shoots the rocket. Car goes out of control. Yeah. Car comes to a stop. Oh, let me get this bazooka. Let's get blow it one, up. Yeah. And then, you know, just for good measure, let's do a target practice with our newly gained <laughs> guns. And they just start unloading. And what happens? What an introduction. It is our bum, hero. Bum, bum, bum. There you go. The Theme hits. Here comes Robo in his new RoboCop 2 suit. It has a little purple tint to it in the light. Looks real classy. He's got he's got the little purple tint. He's got the uh I think he's got some enhanced movement too. It looks like he's he's a little less robotic in a way. It looks like he's trying to be a robot more. And the first one it felt like he just couldn't move. And then now well, he's, he's, he's like, used to it now. He's now he's big. doing the robot actually. He's been but uh, Oh yeah, he he straight fucking kills these guys. Uh, I mean, did, did you guys think growing up that every gun store just sold bazookas? I thought you could go to any gun store and get a bazooka until I was like twenty nine. <laughs> twenty nine. That's not that's grown up, dude. You know what? Commando <laughs> told me that supermarkets just like had gun stores hidden in the back. So yeah, and I, movies I are misleading. Are. They are. They can be very misleading. Well, maybe times have just changed. For the worse, you know. Mm, I still too. can't get a bazooka that easily, though. You want a bazooka? I, I don't me, want one. I just give me twenty minutes. I probably should. I, I got probably twenty minutes. <laughs> Time to leave it on the porch. 
<laughs> Amazon to drop it right off for you. Your bazooka has been delivered. I'll take a picture of it. Oh, shit. Uh, so, yeah. So the cops, they are on strike. Robo is not. Um, there is one guy that is left standing. So he's like asking him, where is this? Because he sees nuke in their front seat. These guys were all nuked up. That's why they had the balls to go blow yeah. up a freaking gun shop and steal. Um, where is it made? Excellent. And uh, this is what like, I'm good for, guys. This is like we got. Uh, it's like we have PL. I was gonna say, lucky we have PL, just doing all the lines, and you you know this movie by heart, which is again why you were chosen we for this. I fell asleep watching it this afternoon in preparation for this, so I figured that would help. <laughs> so when you stop, Kane wasn't dead when I fell asleep. If that helps, <laughs> we'll know right away when you when you fall yeah, asleep. When when yeah, he no longer has anything to say. We'll know. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. You're about to know the difference. I didn't need to watch it again. That's true. You've seen it quite a few times um so guy tells him where where he he doesn't know where it's made but uh, this is where i get it so robo's on the case and he's gonna go he knocks on the door politely Mm. uh, but they don't answer right away so he just punches his way through um which is something robo can do um he sees the nuke manufacturing process and this is where i'm sure chad cruz was disappointed that the women working there didn't have their tops off like so often because yeah. he's, he's a stickler for accuracy, right? I, I I demand accuracy, and I demand and nipples. <laughs> uh, I need exposed nipples in my life. That's just, I mean, I'm married, are cool, man. I'm married with three kids. i got to see as many nipples as I can because... Well, maybe there should be a Friday the 13th podcast then. <laughs> Judy so, Aronson? Oh, yeah. That's definitely a change. Love my life. I know she is, Chad. <laughs> but, but you're again, you're a married man. Mm-hmm. Yes, I am. Stop. And not to my anniversary. And not <laughs> to, and not to her. Um, so, you know, we also can. He kind of gets a look at the at the main villains, um, including Kane. And he's he probably that's gotta thought, be Kane. That's what he thought. And um, so then he's like, "All right, you're all under arrest." But of course, they're not just going to go quietly. They fight back. Old Nancy Allen is back as Lewis, and uh, she's there, total scab, just there for backup. Though she's yeah. a great, you, you got to give it to her. She may be a scab, but to Murphy, she is like the perfect partner. She's always that's where I worked at it. She's being loyal to Murphy, right? I mean, but but you know scab. what? Yeah, those, those brothers and sisters in the department are going to look at her differently. I mean, not just because of her hairstyle. She's got like that fucking. I yeah, know, like if you were an alien and you were pretending to be human, you'd have a wig on that looked like that, <laughs> like Mars Attacks. It was like the Mars Attacks. Movie. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> did we do that movie? I felt like we sh- we should. We probably movie. should. I think I reviewed it once. You uh, did. You think you may have done a ten things as well. I think three people read that, so I'm, we we probably <laughs> do another episode on. It. We're probably due for it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I I don't know. She uh, I have like mixed feelings about about her because i love her in the first film and this movie i feel like she's just there a lot you know she just kind of appears and she gets beat up by a kid and then yeah i never really thought about that but you're kind of right because like i said sometimes i gotta stop and think because i I look at these movies with the mind of a 
fucking 10 year old and just Lewis is here and she's awesome. But now that you mention it, you're right. She really doesn't play much of a factor in anything in the second one. She humanizes him so much in the first film. I mean, the the whole first movie to me is about humanizing RoboCop. How, how can we see him more as Murphy unless it's a robot, right? You know, he's, he, we get flashbacks of his family. We get, you know, uh, Lewis trying to tell him about him, like tell him about Murphy telling him who he is and, 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 kind of teaching to be a cop again instead of being just like a robotic computer and in this movie she's just like fuck it like i'll just drive you around or ride with you whatever yeah she's like his, his ride or die in this and that's about yeah. it which is plus it builds though i can and this one the humanizing maybe it's just more the whole station has his back by this point you know by yeah. the time he uh, but it, when he gets stripped down he hasn't just won her over he's got everyone looking at him as a, a partner and not a robot and you know i i think this this kind of goes throughout the whole film is that the movie feels like it was like two or three movies kind of like cut up and placed into one. Cause you have that, like that scene where he sees his wife. We'll talk about it later where he sees his wife, his ex-wife. And uh, I mean, that's got some emotional weight to it. And then it's over and it's just like, okay. <laughs> well, Clearly happened. never touched on again. Yeah. That happened. But Well, this, I, I know they like had a rush. They wanted to capitalize and get this out as soon yeah. as possible. So I think there were probably a couple drafts and they probably took a little bit from all of them and said, here's our movie. Let's go shoot it and make some money because we're going to get to him fighting a bigger robot. <laughs> like we'll get, we'll get to everything yeah. else as we get there. Right. Uh, we do meet young Hob played by Gabriel Damon, who I just spoke to Mr. Paul London before Ooh. this podcast began. And he wanted me to let everyone know that Gabriel Damon is a real estate agent now in uh, Los Angeles area, high end real estate. Okay. Of course. Yeah. So uh, I wonder if he still has a potty mouth. I bet he does. I bet bet he does. He was a very smart kid. So, you know, maybe I was legit. Maybe he's, you know, he got himself a a good gig and out of the dirty world of Hollywood. He's not in the back of a truck. Right. (laughs) Speaking of kids, can we talk about, Robo saving the, the the lovely beautiful little baby. The baby with his with his nice shooting. With his mathematical like the fucking he, he plus the, tra- the trajectory of the bullet. I love it. It's like one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie, and it's so small. Such a tight tight little scene. It's good. The dude does an awesome fall down too when the bullet hits him in the back of the head because you know he has to do the delayed fall so they can get the baby as he goes down. It's it's an it's an excellent bump. It's like the handoff slash bump, yeah. Yeah, it's like back if, you head falls, if you were holding a cake and you tr- and you slipped on the yeah. ice, I bet you would take like the best bump ever. You know? Yeah, <laughs> a cake would be fine. <laughs> didn't even or less importantly, a baby. The candles. <laughs> that scene would be a lot funnier if that was a cake instead of a baby. <laughs> I'm taking the fucking baby. <laughs> we can't have that. <laughs> Just icing. <laughs> So we get uh, the baby is saved. It's not a cake. It's a baby. Uh, next day, we see Robo. Wait, bro. Oh. Time out. Yeah. Quick rebook here. Uh, uh, here we go. Chad Cruz rebooking. Go for it. He catches the baby, right? Okay. Yeah. Catches the baby. Uh, not Lewis. Okay. We'll have Lewis. Lewis is there. She catches the baby. Um, whatever. Starts to walk away. Robocop, we can't have that, right? He starts to walk away and he notices a jar of baby food there. Yeah. And he like he looks loves around. It. Yeah. And like, hmm. And he takes it with him. Boom. 
Because he loves baby Because he eats baby food. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Just give me eight seconds in the movie. I don't need – it's plenty. Yeah. Slide that uh, in there. Thanks. You're welcome. Robo is you, now, you get a brain because he eats baby food. I, I know. I know. I don't think he gets it. He didn't get it. Gosh, stupid. He's so we'll, stupid. We'll revisit it later. We'll, we'll, you'll get it. Yeah, maybe late late in the evening I'll wake up in the middle of the night and be like, oh, hilarious. Um, so Robo's outside his ex-wife's home, looking, sees the son riding his bike, coming home. Wife goes out, checks the mail, and he's just like, uh, and so yeah, she's kind of freaked out. And we find out, yeah, she has made a complaint to OCP about this police officer that keeps hanging robot. around their house. this robot police officer no less that's just hanging out and the uh lawyer shows up and basically they remind robo that his wiener doesn't work anymore mm. and yeah. that, uh, he really is not going to be much used to this woman um and then he even put him on tape like you have to admit on tape yeah. that you're a freaking machine <clears throat> do it and he does and then they're like, okay, let's bring in Mrs. Murphy. Um, and he gives her what I would call cold-hearted closure. He just kind of, no, lady, I, I'm not, this is, I'm just a tribute to your dead husband. Right. They made me. And uh, I'm cold. It's a, man, it, 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 you know, when you think about the scene, uh, if it were happening in real life and you were to look at your, uh, you know, dead spouse or whatever, but it's just their face. Like it's pretty fucked up, really. It's like just Murphy's face on this robot, right? And it looks. And they wild. could have put his visor back on. Yeah, that's what they should have. I would have been like, dude, she's gonna freak out if she sees just like someone just sliced her face off and put it on this fucking robot. But whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, oh, they also spend that entire scene telling him that he's a robot and all that, and then the right before they're like, can we give them some privacy? It's like you yeah. just made him a bit he's not a man. Yeah, yeah. That's lawyers for you. Oh, it's tough. They're, they're a slippery bunch. Uh lawyers treat robots like shit. I've always said that. But you know, if you if you had gone if you had gone in at the end of the film and you know his wife had shown up at something and kind of like given him that support at the end and just brought this kind of full circle, right? Otherwise, the movie just kind of like, well, he has this very emotional scene where he just basically cuts complete and all ties with his ex-life. And then or even something where like he, he drives by and she like she's got another man there and he's playing with the kids in the yard and she has moved on. Give the character some closure, yeah. something, anything. Yeah, Someone kidnaps it. her and he has to save her. Anything. The silhouette in the bedroom, right? Of oh, like geez. here we go. Just like yeah. getting down. Huge guy, big guy. <laughs> Railer. Uh, just, just behind her, just, just taking her. To then Robocop, we can't have that. Ricochets a bullet all right off the back of his head. <laughs> it bounces like three things. It's a toilet bowl. I thought I was ready to move on. I'm not. Sorry. <laughs> the theme music plays. Dun, 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 ba, 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 ba. He's not moving on. See you again in Robocop 3. Well, not Peter Weller. All right, we'll yeah. move on, and we get a OCP communications commercial where a guy picks the wrong communication service, so therefore kills himself, which is yeah, a very uh, that'd grab your attention type commercial. 
Like, yeah, I Googled it to see if I could switch, but it wasn't a real thing. Yeah, yeah. That's how good the commercial was. Um, I was going to say, see if he made it. <laughs> he did not. Uh, OCP headquarters, Mayor Kuzak, played by Willard E. Pugh, and Councilman Poulos, played by Phil Rubenstein, who pops up in some things. Uh, I'll always remember him as one of the executives from a fantastic film known as Back to School. Uh Absolutely love that film. It's anyway, a good, I don't remember him though. Maybe I, it's it's been a it's, while. It's since the board. It's in the beginning in the boardroom yeah. where they're all. Okay. Yeah, he's in there, and that's the type of stuff he he just kind of pops in these little. This is one of his bigger roles, actually. Yeah. Um, Johnson is there. Felton Perry, who he also likes the baby food um, from the original. Yeah. Uh, we see the lawyer again, Holes Gang. Nice name. And, of course, the old man, who we just always know as the old man, played by Daniel Hurley, famous for Halloween 3 and uh, The Last Starfighter. And the father, of course, of Gavin O'Hurley, the main villain in the greatest film of all time. We know it as Death Wish 3. <laughs> yes, yes. So we, we find out basically that OCP cut a deal with, with the mayor and the mayor had to make payments to keep things going. And he has not made those payments because Detroit is not good with their money. And that's actually true. Um, so they're going to foreclose and they're going to take Detroit private and boy, can mayor Kuzak flip his lid like nobody's business. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what other movies this guy's in, but he, he certainly plays like a memorable character. I, I don't know if it's partially because he goes nuts all the time. Like he's always like, ah, he's like, uh, bullshit. You see that old bastard. Yeah. He flips out. And there are multiple times where I don't feel like he should even be in the room, but I'm glad that he is because he's so animated. Like he like, yeah, everything up. Um, but he, uh, he, I don't think he's a very good mayor. No, no. I think, he's a I think that's the whole mayor. point, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He bankrupted like, the city. I think that's the idea. I know, but like, isn't he? Uh, doesn't he kind of have like some momentum at the end? Like, because he's he's kind of like taking down OCP, and he's he's bringing it back. You know, I'm bringing, I'm I'm saving Detroit. I'm trying to do whatever I can. So I feel like they're like push. He's getting a push. But the city's still $31 million in debt at the end, too, though. So he really hasn't done shit. And and as soon as the old man comes out of the building at the end, the reporters ignore him again and go after that story. So it's it's like it's like Brains guy uh, Tito Santana is getting the big baby face push for the World Heavyweight Championship. And he just stinks. He's just not good. What are you saying? Why would you say that about Tito? Sorry. And, and when did Tito ever get a world title push? He That's what a- I'm saying. This is a this isn't a real thing that happened. I'm saying how 30 minutes into Robocop 2 did this turn into burying Tito Santana? What the hell happened? Because <laughs> Chad Cruz is jealous. I mean, what title did he ever win? Tito Santana was Not one of the greatest question. one of the greatest intercontinental champions of all time, a tag team well, champion with Rick Martel see, I, think, Force. I think that's a thing where you're a little bit older than us. Like when we were growing up, like he was already just losing at every WrestleMania. Yeah, that's probably true too. I understand that, but there's no there's no call for that. Um see, it's his boy. That was, was a right nerve. Productions. I struck a nerve. Hundred and eight episodes. <laughs> Last one. Uh, Ron Mathis, would you like to start being my permanent co-host on this program? 
Hmm. We're going to have to uh, we'll work be, hard to find action movies I've seen. Can everyone be about well, face-off? No, that, that, that might be, that might be the, uh, the gimmick. Like You'd be seeing these things for the first time, and I yeah. have watched them 9,015 times. So we'd have mm-hmm. the, the old school and the new view. Doesn't new, new eyes and old man. Thank you. Are you uh, trying to sell me on this right now? Yeah, I want you to actually oh, let me tell you what. Chad Cruz is always looking to get out of work. I, I can assure you of that. Uh, so yeah, Mayor flips out. Johnson then has to turn the subject to the RoboCop Two program. Mm-hmm. Now, the fact that they say the term RoboCop Two multiple times in yeah. RoboCop Two delights me to no end Genius. because you don't get that in sequels too often. We talked about yeah. it with Deathstalker Two, where they kind of yeah. snuck, they found a workaround yeah. and they worked. But this is straight yeah. up like they're saying RoboCop. Two because this is the 2.0 version, but boy, they one of the things that always disturbed me about this was like how shitty that like the the first design was so cool. It's like you're going backwards. These new designs absolutely suck. So I'm glad they're not working out because you have perfection with the Alex Murphy model Robocop, and then you've got these weird looking like rejected Star Wars droids. And how come like the RoboCop one is like fully conversational, and RoboCop <laughs> two is supposed to be an upgrade, and none of them right. can even say a word. Right. Now, now, if you if you were to develop a product, let's just, just say you you made a, a what what you call it? Who's a widget? A widget. A you candy made a bar. Widget. Yes, you made a candy bar. You made a widget, and you deemed it unsuccessful. So you made a second widget. Would you call it Widget Two? When you come up with a different name, like yeah. if you like fucking RoboCop sucked, like we, we gotta replace RoboCop. We'll just call it RoboCop too. <laughs> like when you well, call I don't it think the idea was that RoboCop sucked. Cop. I think it was that it's a success, so let's keep right. going. Like if if uh I felt like they were trying to get like let's get rid of this dude by right. pushing him out with a better model. Exactly. Like when you're yeah, done, when you uh when you're when done, you upgrade Chad, your iPhone, it's not because your iPhone sucks, it's because there's a better iPhone. Right, that's true. But I'm thinking, like, if I'm, I'm going to replace, guy. if I'm going to replace Chad Cruz, me too. <laughs> I'm not me too. I'm not going <laughs> yes. to. Uh, I'm not going to have my next co-host be called Chad Cruz the second or Chad yes. Cruz Junior. Yeah, it's going to be called Ron Mathis. So yes, you know, we're not going to have Chad Cruz two or new Chad Cruz. Sorry. What if you did get a Chad Cruz two in the first episode? He rips his own head off. Oh God! Well, now that would then we oh, definitely would need to make the move to video, and yeah, video yeah, we'd it. probably actually get some uh, some traction with that. But then you'd be <laughs> on the Chad Cruz three, which just it becomes right. it's more of watered down by that point. It, exactly. Just like which which Chad Cruz replacement do we get addicted to nuke though? Oh, why use the replacement? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe that's where the first one's got to go. Uh, so yeah, we 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 see this. Use this like this like little thing I got here. Put it in your neck, yeah. <laughs> it's a super glue, actually. Ninety million dollars they've spent on this, and all down the drain. Uh, we meet Doctor Fax, played by Belinda Bauer. Uh, she thinks she can help, and the old man is intrigued by her. I got a bad uh, feeling about this one. Possibly in more ways than one. Uh, so Penis. <laughs> now we're gonna now we're gonna meet Officer Duffy, played by Stephen Lee, who I believe just passed away earlier this year. Now, Ron, you had to remember Stephen Lee from at least one horror movie. 
I'm not right? great with faces, so you might be about to blow my mind, boss, when you're saying you have one, because I'm really bad with faces. He's two. He was in Dolls. And okay, I haven't the, seen that in a long time. He was the security guard in Ghoulies Go to College. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you don't remember this? Those are deep cuts. Those are deep cuts. All right. He was in Puppet Master 11, uh, back to the Third Reich. <laughs> no, I no. Uh, so yeah, and so we meet him. He's on Nuke, so that immediately tells you he's probably not the most reputable cop in old Detroit. Wasn't you're a rotten just, cop, Officer Duffy? It, all three of us are in, in the state of the great state of Ohio. Wasn't Nuke just legalized with the recent <laughs> election? I don't think, yeah, I think, I think they got Nuke dispensary down the street. I don't uh, think it was nice. Nuke that, that got it, but oh, uh, it wasn't <laughs> okay. Damn. Either way, it's going in my neck. I love me some nuke. <laughs> uh, and no one's forcing you to have it. Uh, you know, that's true. I agree. You know, and it's clean, clean. It's not. I don't know where it's made. I just know where I get it. It's made yeah. in America. We're gonna make that mean something again. Yeah, which is said by both the yeah, hero, yeah like both, Kane uh, and the old man says both it. villains. Yeah, say it. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking uh, to that scared scientist. Yeah. Uh, Murphy and Lewis are now are on the uh, case. They they've tracked down Hob, and he's at an arcade pushing Nuke, and that's where they see Duffy, uh, and he's meeting with Hob. And you realize, Chad, this guy is selling out his fellow cops. They've got the whole listening. They've got the surveillance equipment out. They know what's up. They know Duffy is up to no good. Yeah, uh, and that's when Robo's like, "All right, I'm going in." Enters the arcade, sees all the kids there. Do the line, Mathis. Isn't this a school night? Day. <laughs> well, shit. <laughs> Isn't this a school day? And day all the kids stay right there. The fact I got yeah. close, give me some credit here. <laughs> oh, and they're throwing garbage at them. It's great. Yeah. I, I just miss those old arcades like that, you know. You yeah. Good for slamming dirty cops' faces into. Oh yeah, he beats the hell out of Duffy. And you know what? If you're if you're going to if you're going to uh, get a guy on the inside, if if you're a criminal and you want to have an inside scoop on what's happening, don't get the big fat fucking idiot who's addicted <laughs> to drugs. Like there's got to be somebody else. Like they said, don't you know we have other people? Like maybe use those guys because he's an idiot. Well, obviously, obviously. at some point they're going to have to, uh, based yeah. on what's about to happen. That's a dissecting, yeah. Duff, Duffy gives up Kane's location after getting this shit kicked out of him. It's, of course, at the old sludge plant because Ooh. I guess they were making sludge back in the day and they decided, no, nah, the sludge industry isn't what it used to be. Let's close up shop and do something sludge else. factory used to keep this town afloat, but right. then they popped up and moved and it's old Detroit's went down ever since. And that's the beginning of it. That's how it all started. The old sludge factory went under. I that's think, why we're where we are. I think we need a prequel. To this whole situation where we learn about the sludge factory going out, OCP moving in, maybe young Alex Murphy at the police academy and yep. how that great he was, is. That sludge was made in America. His dad, maybe his dad worked at the sludge factory. That's possible. Maybe, maybe. everybody's dad worked at the sludge factory. I bet I bet Kane was uh, a newly hired employee at the sludge plant. And lost his job, and no. after that, just kind of lost his way. Had to turn to nuke. 
got into drugs, got into amphetamines that are of lesser quality made in other places that aren't in America and decided that if I'm going to, if I'm going to pump this stuff into my veins, I might as well be uh, making it here in America with American (laughs) employees and by God, I'll make it with a, with a good ingredients brain. Right. My daddy made sludge. I make nuke. It's just how the, the, the cookie crumbles. (laughs) <laughs> we so yeah we should also mention you guys kind of brought one of you brought it up earlier we had the hob versus lewis matchup here where uh she can't she can't even handle a kid it's it's it is kind of weird because she does so well uh i mean in the first movie i remember her getting shot multiple times and uh she's a tough cop she's a good cop she's always got robocops back and and sometimes she's leading the charge and Later in the film, she's a she does some real heroic shit. But when she's fighting a nine year old buddy, that nine year old <laughs> takes her back, and she just well, can't get off. That's because that's what I, I've kind of taken from it. It's because she was trying to subdue him without hurting him. Had she just been willing to, you know, pound his fucking face in, I don't know if I want to say that. Sorry, but if she was just willing to to to, to beat beat him mercilessly, maybe she could have done something. But she was maybe. But then again, maybe it's just because. I think Lewis is cool. Lewis is cool, so I want her to be able right. to beat up a nine-year-old. But I think, maybe she should hold him back. It, what, what's funny is if, if she was holding back, that's literally the first uh, character in any of the films that they don't murder. <laughs> you know, like yeah. RoboCop just like walks in, and starts beating the fuck out of people, and punches. He literally punches his way through a door earlier. <laughs> like, like uh, that's. I mean, I love robots, but that's not police. But they also saved that baby cake. Maybe they all just have uh, soft spots True. for. Kids. Kids, yeah. What an adorable cake. I mean, baby. <laughs> I do like I mean, cake. Baby. I mean, baby. <laughs> so Robo goes to the old sludge plant, just like Duffy told him about, and uh, car pulls in, car blows up. But Robo wasn't inside. He did a little, the old switcheroo, uh, which yeah. is probably hard to do when you walk like friggin' Frankenstein, but he, he managed to do it. <laughs> Uh, so Robo's now turning the Scooby Doo twinkle toe noise when he's uh, sneaking now. <laughs> he's inside now, looking for Kane. We find out Kane's a big Elvis fan. Um, Who isn't right? Am I right? right? Are we to believe he actually dug up and stole his body? Like, is yeah. that supposed to? Actually, I've wondered this for thirty-five years. What I'm supposed to believe is going on at this point? Like, did he's, he steal his body, or he's got a skeleton and put a wig on it? Like, nah, what the hell the, is going on? He's there? got the bones of, of oh, Elvis Presley. Yeah. That's a yeah. weird thing to just put in there. You know who had a, a massive Elvis Presley collection? Who's that, Chad? Uh, Eddie Murphy. He had a, a huge, one of the biggest Elvis collections like in the world uh, at one point. And then he started selling all the things. Yeah, he uh, it. Yeah. He realized that he was a grown man collecting things from another grown man. And he likes how many bones did he have? <laughs> I, that's a good question. We should have him on. I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure that'd be easy. Yeah, but we'll talk Beverly Hills Cop. I'll get his people on the horn tomorrow and, and see if we. You guys just needed with. a reason, right? That was the only hurdle with getting him on here. Yeah, we should talk Shrek with him. I'll be like, we just had Ron Mathis on, so you know we've got the A list of celebrities coming yeah. on this program. <laughs> Come on, Eddie. You know you want to. Uh, so yeah, we've got. Uh, he's inside. He spots Kane's lady, Angie. Uh, and then when he turns the corner, he's face to face with Kane. 
And next thing you know, though, Hob, quite the shot. Well, he's also using a machine gun, so it'd be hard to miss. He shoots off his hand. And he's got this electrocution gimmick. She's zapping him. Then they bring the out old the electrocution big, gimmick. Yeah, yeah, then they bring out the big ass magnet. It's great. It's so comical. And then next thing you know, the goons are strapping Robo down to a table and just going to work on him with a sledgehammer yeah. like they're freaking Triple H. It's you, know, so- you know, good bastard. Whoa, that was, I'm pretty sure that was Cody Rhodes with the sledgehammer. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Cody's got now, a sledgehammer now. Now, all this shit. He doesn't have a family. He's just a machine. It's so easy to take out RoboCop. Like, they do it so easily. That was a good plan. It was easy because it was a well-executed plan. I know. It was so well-planned. I wonder if Hob did that. I bet it's Hob. He's good. He's a a smart kid. Probably Uh, Hob. Smart cookie. Uh, So, yeah, Sledgehammer. They jackhammer his joints. They saw through his armor. Then they take the pieces and parts and just dump it outside the police station. And uh, that's when everybody kind of – that's what you would mention, Matt. It's like everybody's like, oh, my – you know, the solidarity was there. Like, it's not, the Ro- it, yeah. not, not Robo. And then you're like, yeah, they're panicking and, and getting him. Um, so l- let me – quick rebooking. Instead of dumping it at the police station, dump it at his wife's house. But do they know that's his wife? Everybody knows he's, he's Alex Murphy, right? Dump it there. Oh, a big emotional moment. Do people outside of the police force actually know? I don't know who the, the the robot, what cop the robots attached to. I don't know if anyone really knows that yeah, outside. They probably don't even know if he was a real guy. At one I point. mean, they got people inside the force, though, inside of the department. That's, That's true. A good point. Duffy, unless they're like, just lying to Duffy about having other guys. That could be true. But all right, well, I'll, I'll just go fuck myself. Never mind. Go for it. Um, <laughs> so we you- can say fuck. Yeah, you can say whatever you want on this program. That that's how I know you haven't listened to any any other episodes. <laughs> I don't like action movies. <laughs> don't you like us? Don't you want to hear us? I don't blame you. Okay. About the topic I'm interested in, I want to listen to this one probably. <laughs> I hope you do. Do it as many times as you want. Dozens of times if you wish. Uh so yeah, he's out there. The tech they bring him in. The techs believe Robo is is suffering. His pain sensors are uh, going crazy. Uh, lit up like Christmas trees. Lit up. Ooh, nice. Very good. Very timely. Uh-huh. Uh, mm-hmm. Why would you player, put pain sensors on though? I don't. That doesn't make sense. Because they're sadists. I'm like, ah, why did you make me feel pain? I'm a robot. Yeah, I'm a robot. You could have eliminated this. Yeah, why'd you put the sensors on there? Fool. They should put pleasure sensors on him. That's what they should. Where <laughs> <laughs> he gets then shot. Then they could. Then then he could have offered his wife companianship. Right. That's he could right. have like vibrated against her. They could have like, scissored or something. They got the jacket. Hey, he he's like, oh. <laughs> he's <just> like, <laughs> they would have just quit doing it because they've been uncomfortable. <laughs> like, stop it! Quit. Have the kid leave. Have the boy leave. That's he can watch the cat, the dude get gutted, but we don't want the kid watching the robot get off. Let's, right. let's get him out of here. Oh, yeah, so, and of course, you got Hull's gang there representing OCP. And he's like, eh, maybe we'll help him. Maybe we won't. Maybe we'll do. Yeah, he's very non-committal. Now, Real we, now we find out that Duffy has to pay for selling out Kane, and they're going to perform an autopsy on Duffy. Yeah, uh, the problem is. He's not dead. 
So that's a, which means really, you know, I can tell you how he died from the autopsy. It's kind of unnecessary. It's a, it's yeah. They, they put the uh, put the wagon before the horse, so to speak. Um, and Kane makes young Hob watch uh, to make a man out of him. I suppose I don't know. Um, Fax, Doctor Fax, meanwhile has the bright idea that maybe we should use criminals for our new RoboCop program. Um, death row inmates, in fact, in the 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 uh, pictures on the computer that she's looking at are actually the crew members, right? Including director Urban Kirshner. Um, and now most of them are, are probably actually criminals or dead. Uh, Doctor Shank, of course, is the there, and he's been the doctor in charge of this. He's like, no, you can't do that. But you know, she knows she's got the old man in her back pocket. Um, so she's pretty she's pretty sure of herself and she knows she's going to get her way um why do you know that nerdy doctor's wearing that sling the entire movie from where he gets shot in the arm from the failed robocop too he sells it the whole time he sells it the whole time if he was an aew doctor he'd be bounced right back up after about two and a half minutes just healed yeah um you got to be ready for the next uh uh, collision or whatever. Right. <laughs> so Johnson's like, what? She's this is crazy. This is a crazy plan. I have to go tell the old man who is in his hot tub room at the corporate headquarters. It's like Japanese garden or something yeah. he's got going on. He's uh, rich. He is. And uh he's about he's like, did you hear? Oh, I already know because facts is his tub buddy. Right behind you. Rub a dub dub, the two of them in the tub. <laughs> you saw the nipples finally there, Chad. Was there a nipple? Those old there? man's nipples were prominent. Oh, his nipples. Yeah. <laughs> right yeah. above the water. I guess if there's no other nipples, it might as well be. Hey man, they're pink, brother. They are pink. <laughs> you know what? I I it, it's interesting because at this point in the movie, I start to I start to see I start to see this guy, and I'm like, okay, he's obviously a, a villain, right? He's a bad guy, but I I also like hot tubs, and <laughs> so we're already starting to like. He became relatable to you. Yeah, I get it. I get it a little yeah. bit. So, all right, man. Well, it doesn't take much for you to relate to the villains, does it? No, no. I saw him eating a Big Mac, and I'm. It's really in a big match, so I'm thinking genocide ain't that bad. <laughs> I get where they're where they the starting place. Where it, well, I'm trying to bring you know, I used to think Hitler was a bad guy, and then I saw him playing putt putt, and I fucking love putt putt. <laughs> we have to we have to bring ourselves closer together that way we can, you know, we can truly heal common right? ground. That That's common the ground. solution. Is common ground. That's what it is. I heard that that's going to be the next AEW pay per view, brain. What's that? Common ground? AEW common ground. Yeah. AEW in the ground. Anyway, Holes Gang <laughs> comes to pick up the it. Robo pieces because uh, Fax has a plan for RoboCop. And she's going to update <laughs> RoboCop's program. She gets a focus group together. And what can we make RoboCop do? And they all pick stupid, dumb crap that RoboCop shouldn't be doing, like talk to kids about <laughs> this and that. I don't know. Address ecological issues. Yeah. Help the Cub Scouts and whatnot. Things that really are shouldn't be in his wheelhouse. But they're going to make it be in his wheelhouse. Um, and, uh, yeah, so basically we're building a kinder, gentler RoboCop 
it would it would probably be closer to what an actual like if they made like a robocop now <laughs> it would be like a pr mm -hmm. stunt like it would be that right it wouldn't be a guy like punching doors in and smash oh, it would be a guy at all it'd be gender neutral it would be a thing they them and it would not be going into arcades and grabbing other they thems and smashing right their faces it would be talking <laughs> to kids about sexuality and yeah. robot stimulation and whatever i don't know what else singing little songs about being yourself yeah yeah <laughs> So we Robo's now back to work. They built them, they've reprogrammed him. He's back to work, but he is definitely not the Robocop we know and love. This um, is a funny stretch. Yeah, so, so Lewis then's like, okay, come on, let's go, Murphy. Uh, there's a robbery in progress at an electronics store, and the robbery is being done by a little league team and their coach. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, the Coach opens fire as soon as the cops show up. He gets shot, which Robo then decides to read his corpse, the Miranda. Right. Yeah, finally. Um, Good stuff. The way he's pointing at him, the lean and the point makes that so funny. Following police procedure to the letter. Uh, <laughs> then he goes, by the collar. He's just really giving him the business. And until, yeah, and he would have kept doing it, but Lewis tips him off like, hey, he's dead. You don't need to he's do that. Corpse. He's a corpse. I'm Come having on. trouble. Right, he comes. Then he goes inside and he decides to lecture these young hooligans, these thieves that have just destroyed this electronic store, beat up the owner. It's a, it's a sad situation uh, to see yeah. Robo just a shell of himself, and the yeah. kids are like they have no respect for him. No, why would you? I mean, he's right. such a pussy now. I believe uh, the line is a go fuck a refrigerator peckerneck. <laughs> you believe it. That, that might be at the fire hydrant, but it's in this little way, this general area. Right. And they do. Yeah. We, we then go, all right, well, let's see what else we could find. <laughs> what else is going on in old Detroit today? And Robo Isn't the moon lovely tonight. And it's during the day. Yeah. He's, he's out of, out of his mind and won't speed. Won't go even a mile over the speed limit. No. You should set an Not example. A fan of smoking. Not a fan of smoking. Yeah, that, that he's extreme about. Yeah, doesn't want the kids playing in the fire hydrant because haste makes waste or whatever. For time is sweeter. A rolling stone is worth two. That's as far as I can go. I don't remember the rest. And, uh, yeah, so those kids, they paint uh, spray paint kick me on his back. Not spelled correctly, but that's all right. It, right. It's, it's told the story uh, that it needed to. And so, yeah, at this point, Lewis is like, we got to get Robo back to the lab because he's all, there's not, he's not right. Um, and the labs take a look, all these new programs in there. They're trying to think, well, how could we get rid of these things? Well, we pull his cerebral cortex, the whole, he could just die. And well, maybe if he had enough voltage in him, that would fry the, the programming. And Robo hears that, goes outside, and he takes matters into his own hands, Chan Cruz. Yeah, he just goes outside and he, he finds like the, the main electrical fucking panel or whatever it is outside. It just grabs it, just, just electrocutes the shit out of himself. And, you know, lucky for us, he's basically back to being the 
the original RoboCop again. I mean, it was that simple. It really, yeah. you know. You would think it would have erased everything and like they yeah. would reprogram, but like somehow it just went to factory settings. So. Yeah, it was like the last 10 minutes of the movie. It didn't mean anything. It's perfect. <laughs> but it was funny. It was right. Funny. Right. This is where the uh, police force actually really rallies behind him because they all pick him up with their picket signs. Then they go after Kane. Right, because they're like, he, he gets up and he's like, Put me down. Right, I want Kane. And yeah, then they all the are cops, we cops. Right, he gets them going, and those cops come in hot. The hot dog. They gonna whoop up on his ass. Yeah, the hot dog. Oh, that, was, that was the best part. And he was to this legit- day. Anytime I see a cop driving fast. I say that to this day, and I always will. I thought you were also going to say anytime you saw a hot dog vendor. Um, And he was a legit hot dog vendor, by the way. Was he? I don't think I've ever seen a hot dog vendor outside of like a baseball game. Really? Just on the Uh, street? No. Street meat dog. Street meat dog. (laughs) That's some words strung together, all right. (laughs) So, yeah, they come in. We get a big shootout. At uh, Kane's headquarters, the old sludge factory, for mm. if you if you recall from earlier in our episode, and uh, yeah, Kane decides, well, I better get the hell out of here. He gets in his like quasi futuristic truck and just runs right over RoboCop, who hangs on to the thing. They're driving; they go through like a bar. He's in an alley, scraping the wall with Robo on the side. Finally gets Robo off by smashing him into a telephone pole. Then we get RoboCop on a freaking motorcycle. Oh, that's that's good. Yeah, that was like completely like let's sell a toy where RoboCop. Yeah, let's say that's got to be a toy, right? Yeah, that was. And they're revving the engines at each other, and they make the very distinctive sounds. Yeah, good stuff. Um, so there we go. We give the chase. Uh, Kane ends up worse for wear in there, and it, as the media break will tell us. He may not live to face the trial. So he really got fucked up in that that crash. Good. Piece of shit. We get a Sunblock 5000 commercial featuring a lot of vagina. Um, And uh, yeah. Then we get Fax who sees this Kane story and he's like, oh, he'd be perfect because we can control him with Nuke. Where did this woman come from? Exactly. Like with her, like, can you do some outside the box thinking? Every one of her ideas is so obvious. Like, let's serial killer, put it in a robot, keep it addicted to drugs. Duh. Like, can we try something new? And she was uh, a psychologist, right? Yeah. So, I mean, is that perfect to build a robot? Is that that even like a real science, guys? (laughs) It's certainly not a an exact science. Um. What is, your, what is your psychiatrist say, Brain? I don't have a psychiatrist. I should probably have one. I'm thinking maybe you should. The fact that I've voluntarily worked with you for the past nine years. My psychiatrist constantly tell me to kill myself so she can put my brain in a robot. <laughs> she hints, hints like you maybe have you thought about it and considered. She wants me to think it's my idea, I think. Yeah, yeah. That's usually the trick you always want to try. Uh, so Kane's lady, like Angie, she's like, oh, we got to rescue Kane. But Hobbs like, screw him. Okay. I'm in charge now, baby. I've got the plan. i got this all figured out. I'm taking over the nuke business. 
You find mm-hmm. it odd there, though. He uses the nuke to control her to get her to bail on Kane. But they've established this entire movie. Nuke is fucking everywhere. So yeah, it's, awesome. it's weird that, that he's great. controlling her with it. Well, maybe she's not the smartest of, yeah. of, of people, you know. Well, she turned to a life of crime. She did. What are, so what, have we have we learned the uh, the negative effects of, of Nuke yet? No oh, drugs really? have any negative effects. Drugs are great. Okay. I'm just trying to be certain, be clear here. Yeah, they, right now. <laughs> they, re- they really did not. Do you know what I mean? Like, go into that. Yeah. They should have shown, like, like they should have been driving down the street and be like, what happened to Detroit? What happened to the city? Uh, these people, they, they'll do anything for, for the drugs, for nuke. And it's really destroyed families. And, like, they could have just inserted that somewhere or, like, Everybody who's all, is all fucked up, like their eyes, like dying or something. They may have tried to rush through it a little bit, like at that beginning sequence, because when they stomp, when the horrors stomp that dude's eye in, they immediately say, uh, nuke me, baby. So it's like it's yeah, responsible yeah. for a lot of crime. So they may have tried to and just kind of rush through it. I know? think, yeah, that would probably be right. you get hooked on it and you want more of it. It's so, so good. You, need, you want more of it. You need money, and you're willing to yeah. do whatever you have to do yeah. to get the money to Look buy. Up, the I nuke. want some fucking nuke right now, so I get it. From all us talking about it, like I, I kind of want to try some nuke, so I, I get it. So yeah, I think it maybe yeah, it's it's kind of a cause and effect type thing because you know, like real amphetamines are like they right, like will we'll kill you. And yeah, it will uh, you up real bad. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it's just what people will do to get it. Because they run a robot with nuke, which seems like an alternate fuel source to me. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, how's that. he getting high? I don't know. Like, that's what's a cup. robot craving about? It doesn't have veins anymore, does he? Robocop no. two, dog. <laughs> that's 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 a good question. Probably a question we're not supposed to be asking. We're probably just supposed to be like, yes. Of course, the robot. Because you're not supposed to your... watch it as many times as I've watched it. That's yeah. the problem. <laughs> that that could be too. So we we see facts. She gets she pulls the plug on Kane, and uh, then it's time to remove his his brain. Meanwhile, the mayor, very desperate for money, is holding a telephone, and we get a contortionist fiddler. Which is I'm born to be wild on the violin. Born to be wild and. Uh, Angie calls in with the proposition, and uh, that damn councilman, not any like seconds later, it feels like, is in the OCP office. Like, hey, somebody's going to bail us out. So your whole plan is going to get screwed up. Uh, but hey, now that I told you, you could do something about it. And oh, can I have a job? Yeah, that's all over. So he was he was covering his own ass there. Um, and they're like, well, you know what? We've got this freaking new RoboCop thing. Let's have him do surveillance on the mayor and see what he's up to. Um, and that's where we get, we see the deal. Hobb has got this all figured out. He's going to give the mayor $50 million, a nice even $50 million to yeah. cover the expense and have a little extra. Buy yourself something pretty, mayor. Um, but this is where Kane comes in. We see the new RoboCop 2 with Kane inside, crashes the party, and it's just people are dying left and right here, except for the mayor. He makes it out alive. Yeah, it's, it's funny because I, I don't know. So there, there were three films, correct? And then how many seasons of this different series? There may have only been – there was season. like four – it was like a four-part mini series, and then okay. I think it was one season of the actual show. Okay, 
by the end of the season, are they still trying to shoot small caliber submachine guns at the robots? Because it doesn't work. Uh, it, it, it's unbelievable how many people die just from like, ah, and they just get like annihilated. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what else they would have done at that point, though, you know? You just run. You just run. Well, there's, well, they were, uh, he had them locked up in that factory place. The idea until the mayor found that, like, that, uh, what was like a sewage pipe he, yeah, he yeah. Uh, rode down into the ocean or whatever. I think, the, I think the lake, I don't think there's a, I don't think Detroit. Yeah, right there, there Detroit, yeah. yeah, the lake. <laughs> the old Detroit ocean. Shut up, brain. <laughs> they don't call me Ronnie the brain. I don't know the difference between an ocean and a lake. I'm not a psychologist. What? I'm not what? a psychologist building robots here. <laughs> uh, all I'm saying is small weapon. Think of a different strategy, yeah. <laughs> not going to work, guys. Figure well, it it's, out. It's kind of like the old Superman. Get your goddamn magnets out. It's kind of like the old Superman show. They'd always try to shoot him, the bullets yeah. would bounce off, and they would just throw the gun at him, and that yeah. wouldn't work. Yeah. But that was the only thing, like, he would dodge, though. He would stand right. there for the bullet. Yeah. Boom, boom, then they throw the gun. He'd be like, whoop. I don't want that. Shit. Then he'd get that crick in his neck, you know. Like, yeah. Ah. I might leave a bruise. Yeah. So, yeah, it could be, yeah, it's, yeah, maybe Kryptonite. Um, Kane also her, crushes the shit out of the, his girlfriend's head at that part. That's yeah, pretty she, cool. She tries to get all erotic with him. Nice. Yeah, she's going to jerk him off, and he's like, oh, no. Right. She's like, which one of these receptacles here is your fluids? Yeah, secretions. Make sure we get the word secretion. We have the word secretion in as many of these episodes as possible, uh, Mr. Mathis. Yeah, we got it. Um, so she, yeah, she just gets her, basically puts the, the iron claw on her and, and twists her head and just tosses her around. I think he was trying to, to, to do that to her so that she would become RoboCop 3 and then Maybe. they could live in RoboCop Harmony. Yeah, together. That'd be nice. Rom com. Robo rom com. Oh, Although it's been established that Robocops don't have dicks. Ah, that's right. Yeah. Remember? He had to admit you, it on camera. I don't, I don't have a dick. <laughs> but you just have to you just add it as an accessory. Like he's got the pistol. Was it that's true. They, they 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 got him he could fly by three. I they suppose yeah. by four they could have added a penis attachment. And Kane does have more accessories, so he might have a dick. He might. Maybe that's he part is, of the upgrade. He definitely is a dick. And you can check your email while you know he's yeah, giving you the he's business. That, yeah, because he's got that's, that computer screen. Or you could just watch porn on his face in case he's not doing the work for you. You could what? You watch porn. His face is on a screen. You can watch porn on his face screen. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say like check your email or something. It, that's disgusting, man. Okay. I mean, either or. Maybe you got some porn sent to you in your email. You never know. Maybe maybe, maybe you did. Uh, so where were we? Oh, yes. Robo shows up. All the carnage. Secretions. Uh, finds a dying <laughs> hob in the back of a money truck. Yeah. Poor hob. Dying sucks. Tells him, you know, about Kane, that Kane is now the RoboCop, and he mm. passes away. Uh, another media break. Was the city trying to make a deal with the drug dealers? Mayor has no comment, as only Mayor Kuzak could say it. 
Um, and now we've got the big night, the big finale. Here we go at the Civic Center, the brand new Civic Center, which will become the new epicenter for Delta City. And uh, the old man has the, there's the press there, and he, he unveils the Delta City. Uh, Mayor then pops in there. He's like, well, he's trying to debate him, but old man's like, shut the hell up, sit down. The attendees are like, yeah, we want to hear what the old man has to say. Yeah, sit down. And then the old man has another big announcement, like he's freaking Tony Khan, and he's got uh, RoboCop 2 presented. You, yeah. know, you can never have enough big announcements. So he does that. Here comes RoboCop 2. RoboCop 1 shows up. He's got a freaking giant gun. Um, so he's obviously not there just to talk. He's ready for a fight. And uh, when the old man starts talking about Nuke, Frickin' Kane goes crazy because he's still hooked on Nuke, even though he's a freaking yeah. robot without veins. He's got a main. He's got a main vein, though. There you go. It's his dick. It's his okay. Robot dick. So, uh, I like how when Kane wants Nuke and that little hand comes out, that he like does the you know the the, the gimme 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 yeah. gimme thing. Yeah. That's yeah. one of my favorite parts of the whole movie. That's, yeah. It's like one of the nom, 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 nom. Right. It was yeah. like freaking begging strips for a dog. Kind of cute, right? Like, a, yeah, I was going to say like a dog. It's kind of cute. Yeah. Like, he could have held that baby, that baby cake. Uh, baby. He could have crushed its head like he did the girl by accident. <laughs> That'd give you a negative. A cake. <laughs> so, yeah, we get it. So now, Kane, facts realized, uh oh. This is a problem. We got another problem here. Yeah. She tries to fix it. Kane grabs the remote, arms himself, and now it's, it's on. They start the fight. The old man hits the, his big line of "Behave yourselves." Yeah, and, uh, you get that. Yeah. And I think I'm pretty sure that was in the commercial. Definitely they should have shrugged their like slumped their shoulders down and both walked out of the room. Sadly, roll credits. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Did not work out that way. Uh, fight is all over the building. They go up to the roof. They fall off the roof through the street below. Yeah, they're fighting. I mean, they're basically in the sewers. It's just this is like this is like the uh, fight scene from Man of Steel. You know, yeah. where they're just like destroying the city. It's yeah. great. It's good. Kane does that sweet crab walk up the elevator elevator shaft. Yeah. Oh yeah, the big elevator. So, yep, and. It's just, yeah, this is really yeah. where it goes into, like, action overload at this yeah. point. Like, how uh, much money do we have left? All right. Fuck okay, it. good. We've got, let's yeah, let's spend the budget right here. Hold because you got the cops with a, they're trying to take down Kane. Um, and while they're dealing with that, Robo has an idea. And he goes in and gets a little nuke canister. And I guess they put some kind of explosive device in there. I don't know when he did. Did he do it? Did we see him actually do it? Or do we just assume? Obviously, it happens. So I don't remember it happening. I don't remember it happening. Like, yeah, I don't ever remember him showing. I think it's just to be assumed. Yeah, because he goes. And that might just be us giving him credit. but <laughs> Yeah. So he gets People want an explosion. Why don't you give him an explosion? Fuck it. Right. Lewis is, is there again. Um, and was like, let's give him what he wants. So Lewis goes and hang. she's brave. She goes right up to Kane. Not the least bit nervous. She's smirking. Yeah. yeah. So she's all in on this this plan. And uh, 
She gives him the nuke. He gets the little ticky 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 hands going, and then that's hard. And uh, you get Robo, who comes in from behind, comes off the top rope, gets yeah. him from behind, and uh, gets in there and rips his freaking brain out, smashes it on the ground. Goodbye. Charles Bronson. Ah. Charles Bronson couldn't have done any better. Yeah, Kane's got the big death. Goes three faces while he's dying for some reason. Exactly. And then... Uh, we find out you know, that we see the old man. We see Johnson. It's like, oh, this is going to be problems for us. And that's when Johnson has the bright idea of let's get a scapegoat, perhaps a doctor who yeah. picked the brain and came up with this whole plan on her own, not uh, worrying about us. And you could see why Johnson's had his job for as long as right. Some dumb. My, my, my favorite part about that right there is uh, even though he's completely going to use her as a scapegoat and send her to prison, he's on his way to fuck her one more time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He doesn't do that. That's yeah. the best part about that to me. One last uh, grudge fuck. Yeah, this way, oh, I didn't know, oh, what happened to you? Oh, well. So, yeah, he gets her, um, and that's where he does the step over the body as he goes to his limousine. Yeah. He ignores the press, and uh, Robo and Lewis have a little wrap-up there, and... Uh, we're only you know, human. We're only human. He hits the line, and, uh, and credits See, it's roll. funny because he's not human. Do you get it, Brain? Uh, thank you. The Once joke again. there is that he's not actually human. Yeah. It's RoboCop because he's, ha- he's a robot. And he says we're only human, and it's funny because he's not. He's not human at all. You get it? This has been a wonderful episode of HWA The Pulse. Remember the the truck that she drove into Kane? Yeah, big armored. That was like like the truck that I had in Iraq. All right. We had an M1117 uh, armored security vehicle, the ASV. And uh, that was probably like an early version of what I had. Uh, yeah. Did you run over any giant robots? I I did not run over any robots, but I did use it. Let's put it that way. I'll tell you. What do you mean an that. early version? That was the future. Well, that was the future of 1990. Yeah, which is like Actually, now. You were in Iraq like 10 years ago. What are you I was talking in Iraq about? 20 years ago. <laughs> Goddamn, we're old. <laughs> yes, you are. Yeah, that's the crazy thing. Oh. Says the oldest guy in the room. Yeah, that's right. Brain's got underwear older than us. Ew. No. No. You don't wear underwear. That's not what I said. All right. Brain. The end credits roll. And uh, final thoughts, Mr. Mathis, on RoboCop 2. Um, a lot of movies like that, like when I'm a kid, like I I, I, I can't tell if they're as good as I think they are. I love RoboCop 2, but it's hard for me to watch without the brain of an eight-year-old. So I say, you know, 25 stars, but I'm probably not right about that. Mr. Cruz. Uh, 25 is a lot. Uh it's a very fun movie. Uh, I, I think that if you if you like RoboCop one, you will enjoy RoboCop two. But I think much like the fight at the end, where you have uh, a physical representation of RoboCop one versus RoboCop two, not only physical but it's their name. Like his name is RoboCop two, and he gets defeated by RoboCop one. I think that's how it works for me. Like RoboCop one is, is so fucking good. And yeah, it's uh, untouchable. Yeah, it's untouchable. And RoboCop two is good 
but I mean, he'll crawl up an elevator shaft, but in the end, RoboCop 1 is so much better. And, and I think that it, it probably, that's one of the reasons why it's not as beloved because, because the first one was so damn good. You know, it's like, it doesn't have quite the heart and soul as the first one. No, it doesn't. Like what you're talking about earlier with Lois and humanizing right. and building that relationship that doesn't have that in the second one. It's not quite the same. And I, and I think that the, it has a problem. I think it jumps around a lot. I think that some of the characters you don't really like. Am I supposed to root for this guy? Am I supposed to root for the mayor? Like, he, he, yeah, he's the mayor of the city. He's trying to help it. But he's also, like, trying to do backroom deals with the... I don't think you're supposed to. I really don't. I think that's the, the, the issue is that everyone's corrupt. Yeah. And that's yeah, what I was saying earlier, too. I think with, I think they're trying to preach a lot in there, too, but they want to have it underneath an action movie so it didn't affect their box yeah. office. But I think there's something there about how the city's corrupt and OCP, the corporation, they're corrupt. Right. Everyone's yeah. corrupt. There's, you know there's I mean? definitely that level of satire throughout this all the yeah. uh, right. franchise. I would say, you, you know, definitely, obviously, it was a step down from the original. But to me, it's almost gotten better after everything that followed it. Yeah. Oh, RoboCop yeah. 3 was a big step down. Nothing the, else after this is watchable, honestly. Right, the, At least the, it's me. The TV series was what it was. The miniseries was what it was. The remake was better left not talked about. Um, so yeah, suddenly I, like, if RoboCop you think, 2 was really awesome. If you think about all that too, if you think about RoboCop 2, and RoboCop 1 are both the ones that are beloved, and they're the two that are rated R. It's not like everything has yeah. to be gore and cussing, but RoboCop does. Like, if you take yeah. away all the exploding chests and the, the villains, like, actually seeming like bad guys that are wanting to, you know, fucking cuss, kill, and rape, it, it, it just loses it when you try to soften it. Right. Like, if they did a series now on, like, a streaming, like, a, a Max or a, a Prime video, it's like, it would probably be Prime because it's an MGM property. Like, now they could do it. They could give it a, an edge to it. It could be gritty and, and swearing. And, if that's what they wanted to do. Right. That'd they be the concern. That'd be the problem. They certainly could. I mean, when you got stuff out there like The Boys and, and stuff, like, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah you can make a, a series like that. Uh, with RoboCop and, and have it have that hard end. I think the problem with uh, if you did like a modern thing, I think we've lost a lot of this satirical storytelling. It's like hard to do satire now. Like, yeah, we've got the boys, right? It's in a superhero show. These guys are all fucked up in their own ways. But if you did RoboCop in 2023, RoboCop is connected to the city of Detroit. Like it's such a part of the character and the story. Yeah. If you did that currently, Detroit is in a bad spot. It did go bankrupt a decade ago, two decades ago. It's gone bankrupt. It's in, in poor position. And it's got uh, much like many big cities, fine, whatever. And it would be, I think it would be difficult to uh, blend their satire with the modern day. It actually is a fucked up city. Like it's not great. You go down streets and like completely abandoned communities and stuff. Like Detroit, it's a suck. The people great, pretty bad. Yeah, it would be tough to do. I think. It will, and plus, you have a whole thing where people aren't necessarily huge fans of cops anymore too. So yeah. that right there could. It really is hard to get people to root for cops nowadays. But then that could kind of maybe be the angle that. You get a RoboCop in, and a robot can't be racist. A robot can't, you know, have an agenda. Like maybe that'd funny. be the whole point. Which is funny. Look at look on the 
like just go in your like your TV guide or whatever and see how many not the TV guide brain, not the book TV guide, but Thank like you. The guide on your Roku. I, I was wondering, I was about to <laughs> call to see where my subscription was. And look how many cop shows there are. It's like eighty percent of shows. That's true too. Are police procedural yeah. shows. So for for a profession that we that most people tend to not like. We sure do watch the shit out. You know That's I mean? true too. So, I don't. But some it, so it could happen. It could happen. If it, these it, cop shows had Dolph Lundgren in them, I'd watch the shit out. I think it's more because America's obsessed with murder. It's that the cops is they they're the ones that are solving it. So by proxy, I'm going to watch this. They really want the murder. That could, that could be. be too. That could be too. They did love that Jeffrey Dahmer show. My wife loves murder it's disturbing and I, I think that's how most people are like they're just if it's a show about murder they're gonna watch it so you said jeffrey Dahmer took over the country for a minute it did all right well that is that robocop 2 and i just before we go of course want to remind everybody to check out bulletproofaction.com always some new stuff up there every week uh, Chad, I do you know? I know I'm going to be covering a Shaw Brothers movie here, so going to the Shaw Brothers ball. Do you, you got any plan for us? I, you oh, know, okay. I got some, I got some movies in the works. I got some, I think, uh, action Christmas oriented flicks. Uh, I think that uh, there's this Jet Li movie that I've been planning on watching for some time. Yes, we you've been mentioning Jet Li for about a six. I think now. I think that I'm going to pull the trigger on that. You're going to read that it's going to be a phenomenal uh life-changing possibly uh but yeah i've got some i've got some interesting things out there coming. and of course uh you can follow us on social media at bulletproof pod on twitter aka x at bulletproof action on facebook instagram and threads ron mathis do you have anything you want to plug um, nothing absolutely particular, you know, I'm, uh, I'm on Facebook and Twitter where if you're a professional wrestling fan, you can get all my dates and where you can see me, uh, on streaming services and whatnot, uh, search on Mathis on Facebook or Twitter. I'll be the shirtless gentleman with the stupid haircut. Um, Hey, fuck you, man. All right. Thank you. Uh, you know, I gave you a nice introduction. I had to make sure I at least gave you a dig before the end of the show. Next time, Chad Cruz, speaking of Christmas action. Yep. We're talking Chuck Norris. We're talking Invasion USA. I cannot wait. That has been one I've been wanting to talk about for some time, and it is going to be our final episode of 2023, our special Christmas episode. I think we'll have our good friend Ryan Campbell on with us. Okay. I'm wondering if Ryan Campbell's ever seen Invasion USA. I would, if I had to guess, I would say no. Uh, but that makes for interesting. Yeah, you know, I always feel like I'm doing my part. Yeah, making sure he's seeing what he needs to see, and he definitely right. needs to see. He's, he's like your child, you know. I have, I have a nine-year-old son, and so I, I, I introduced him to over the top, and I'm doing a service not only him and myself, but also the rest of the world by yeah, humanity. By, really. Yeah, by giving him giving this little nugget so he can carry along with him. World meets nobody halfway, bro. No, it does not. That is true. All right. Well, thank you, Ron Mathis. Always a pleasure to talk to you. I guess I can say that fun. this is not a, a wrestling situation. I could say it is a pleasure to talk to you. So kayfabe is out in the window. All right. We're ever on a wrestling show together. I will probably not be as happy to see you. Uh, that's because you just... 
you just can't keep up with me telling the truth and you hate that I always point out that you haven't changed your underwear in 30 years. Thank you very much. I knew it was going to be special having you on here. Chad Cruz, any final words you want to say about your underwear or anything else? No, that's clean. It's good. Probably feel the secretions. <laughs> no? All right. No. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. And as always, stay tuned for more of the Bulletproof Podcast. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 